No time for love, Dr. Jones. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Anybody get that reference? Uh, Sean, yeah. you get that reference? No. No time for love, Dr. Jones? No. It's from Clerks. You ever seen Clerks? I love that movie, Clerks. Oh, one of the all-time great movies. Yeah, it's when uh, Jay is uh, walking back to the video store and a guy wants to complain to him. and oh. he walks by, no time for love, Dr. Jones. Just non-sequitur. Right. Anywho, <laughs> where's Marshall? There, there he is. Marshall. All right, there he is. We can't. Hey, Marshall hey, just Marshall. joined us. Hey, everybody. everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm making my son's lunch for right. school. And I decide to put a little note in his lunch. That's a little fabulous. Note. That's I, nice. I got him a little uh, little salami, little orange crackers, a little thing of yogurt, a little protein bar for his snack, uh-huh. and I think a juice. And, and I, when Delaney was home from college, <laughs> she loved salami. Salami's oh, great. Yeah. And you know what she likes on a salami sandwich? Onions. Eesh. And I was forced to inform her, <laughs> sweetheart. And you gotta, you don't, you know, if you don't know my daughter, she is this cute. Petite, smart college girl. That's the Chicago in her. Putting she, out, yeah, putting no out kidding. the breath of the dragon. <laughs> that came through your genes from Chicago yeah. to her. Oh, my God. She just doesn't look like a onions and salami person. Oh, no. that She's eating the lunch of the hard-hatted construction worker. How about them bears? How about them bears? Give me a salami and onion sandwich. <laughs> Extra onions. Um, and, uh, I tell you what, though, gals, there's some fella. Pursuing you, you're not that interested. He's uh, not taking a, a hint. Start hammering down salami and onion sandwiches. Send him packing. Come here and kiss me. Uh, <laughs> and if you eat that right before bed, first thing in the morning, that'd be a great breath right there. <laughs> hey, did you see those? Last like, night's the, salami the and onion. The EPA would have to respond. <laughs> did you see this five-day-old uh, bagels out in the uh, kitchen area? How anyway, were they? I ate one. That's nah, like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah one. I, I had one yesterday. It was Marshall, s- too many tangents. I, I, I was, looked at them and I just went, Bleh. It was slightly yeah. edible. <laughs> okay. One tangent was okay. Two tangents was disrespectful to Jack's story about his kids. Oh, you know I'm the sorry. funny thing about tangents? <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> so, so I'm making the lunch for my son, and I, I put a post-it note oh, on, yeah. his, on, on his little sandwich there that said, I hope you have a nice day at school. Love you, Dad. Which, as I pointed out to him later, I probably didn't need to sign it. He probably would have guessed who it came from. But, um, but he said when he opened his lunch at school, the other kids saw it, and everybody made fun of him. Kids and are so uh, mean. laughed. Kids are, and it's you know, it's just it was just a sign. Okay, we're there. I don't know at what age things happen. I don't quite remember. Like that wouldn't have, uh, first grade. That wouldn't have been a problem, right? Maybe not even in second grade. But now it's to the oh, your dad loves you. Ooh, you know, like I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh man, it's like yes, I come from a loving household. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. right. But anyway, that's just not. To, well, the other day I took him to a um a birthday party. One of his friends turned nine, and I put my hand on his shoulder, and he, like, pushed it off. Oh, yeah. Not oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, Not oh, cool. Oh, Got to become his oh, old yeah. man. Not cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he said, I love you too, Dad, but please don't do that again. Please don't put the, a note like that in my lunch again. So I won't. But it's just, it's interesting. And all... You're going to come up with, like, a secret phrase? So if their friends right. see it, and you say, hey, how about that Spider-Man movie? He'll know that you mean, <laughs> right. I love you. Right. But right. their friends are just thinking, hey, look at this cool dad talking about Spider-Man. The process of a child becoming independent and pushing away from you starts on day one. From when they come out of the womb, obviously. Everything they do, learning language, learning to grab something, everything is an attempt to get away from you and start their own life. Well, and that's your job, too, to teach them how. 
but I don't want them which, to go away. Which I know. I want them to stay in my house. It's a painful thing. I want them to stay children and wear diapers. Well, I don't want them to wear diapers their whole life. But God's good grace, Jack, shines clear as they become teenagers. Because the Almighty says, hmm, they've grown very fond of each other and might resist the inevitable separation. So I'll make one of the parties so obnoxious the other party can't wait. In a way. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I'm not yeah. looking forward to that, but and that's that's, that's all necessary. I understand oh, it's the as necessity. natural as can be. Sure, of course. It's a little tough to take at times, but you know, oh, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, you know, it's funny is when they come home, like from college or whatever, and you're just so overjoyed to see them. In particular, you know, my son and I. I'm so I'm so lucky. He was, you know, I follow the old uh, maxim that your kids are your kids; they're not your friends. Be their be their dad, not their friend. And what that has yielded is now my son and I are very good friends, and it's great. But I remember when he'd come home from college. Um, we'd share this downstairs bedroom where I'd get ready in the morning for work so I didn't wake my wife up and everything, and he used the same bathroom and all. And I realized, man, I adore this kid. I love him. I mean, he's he's one of my favorite human beings on earth. But I now have a 20-year-old roommate. I, I didn't particularly like having a 20-year-old roommate when I was 20 years old. I got a 20-year-old roommate who acts just like one. <laughs> Yeah, somebody uh, said a while back, and it stuck in my mind. hair everywhere. Yeah. Let's just start there. Hair <laughs> and toothpaste and toothbrushes. And why is that there? Why, why is there a pair of underpants right on the floor? Uh, Gross. Yeah. I heard somebody say that uh, the part of life is um, your kids grow up and become people, which really stuck in my head. Because obviously, obviously, your kids grow up and be people mm-hmm. with their own individual quirks and needs and beliefs and all that sort of stuff oh boy oh boy what do you don't want it to be that way of course you want it to be that way all right but it's difficult if it weren't difficult what would that mean you know it's like uh you know sometimes there are personnel changes in a sports team or something and people say you know uh, you know we'll really miss uh jones you know it's a shame that some of the other players will be sad and the rest of it what if every single one of them said, thank God, what a piece of crap he was. Everybody hated him, and he made our team worse. Well, then why was he there at all? Good point. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's you know, the, the good things in life occasionally cause pain. Do you remember your line, Michael, our new ending for our podcast? Well, I guess that's it. 